Sean. Diddy, it's the takeover. It's the takeover, baby. This is our podcast now. I typed in takeover on YouTube and there's like some weird movie and it's uh, this guy's like, this is DJ Dirty Harry. This is the takeover. Um, (laughs) I don't have a clue what movie it's from, but in my mind, it was like, like maybe Andy Milanakis of like, I got bees on my head, but don't call me a bee head. It's the takeover. The takeover, baby. Yeah. Uh, So what do you think think Ryan's doing right now? Since we took over his podcast. I I think that Ryan I mean this is lunch hour and oh, yeah. I think that Ryan is probably he's probably at Popeyes. God, it's so bad for him. It, I think Popeyes is like his kryptonite. Like he loves him some Popeyes. Wait, you see so you you're under the impression that Superman seeks out kryptonite. Like, that's what you mean by. I hadn't thought about it that way. Because what I am saying is that Ryan seeks out Popeyes. Like, he loves it. I guess it is. But it is his weakness, though. So this is like a dark Superman. Like, Superman is just like, I'm just numb and I want to feel something. So he seeks out kryptonite so that he can just, like, be a human for a second. This is like... uh, What's that? What's that band? Um, like, I'm men aren't meant to fly. Like, you know those lyrics? Oh I'm yeah, yeah. Like, this is the second song of like, I just want to fucking feel. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ryan gets home to, tonight. Katie sees Popeye's cup in his car, and it's like, what? What are you doing? Like, why are you hurting yourself, man? And he's like, I'm just numb. I just don't feel anymore. <laughs> This, this is Ryan's life with Popeyes. Just, I just need that kryptonite. I just need I to just, feel it. I just like, I need my butthole to burn. Uh, I just need <laughs> this. This, is, this isn't this is what it's about. Uh, fantasy football. JD, I don't know anything. Yeah, you, so you. But I have two wins. Man, you have two wins. Not in last. We, what, a, what a team. What a league that we have. Like, that. You, you know, you said from the very beginning, you're just in this uh, for the the social aspect. You're not going to update your lineup or anything. And um, and here you are, two wins in. The best the best trade or free agent I picked up was Weston. <laughs> I mean, would that we all could have picked up a Weston. Glory be to Weston. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I have any sort of wins or a lineup where people are supposed to score points is because of his intervention. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is, he is, uh, for a Bible reference, Balaam's donkey, like keeping me away from the, the, the sword, you know? And I'm just, I just, I just call him and I just, I just beat the shit out of him. And he's like, listen, man, you, you are about to, walk into God who's going to stab you. Uh, and I just, I was taking you on a different path. So thank you, Weston. I don't say it enough. Thank you. Thank you, Weston. Every time I think of Balaam's donkey, I think of the donkey and Shrek, like talking donkey. That's who I think of when I consider it. So you're yeah, like the Shrek. The, yeah. I'm Shrek. 
when I think of the donkey, I also think of it not having Eddie Mur- Eddie Murphy's voice, but Weston's. Um, <laughs> that was that was a miscast uh, that people don't know about. Yeah. Uh, so normally, when the season ends, comes to an end, uh, there's like trade deadlines. I don't understand that how that's determined, and maybe you can tell me what that means. Yeah. So to help you kind of catch up on some of the fantasy football. We're halfway through the regular season. We just finished week seven, and there's 14 weeks. So in our league, there is a trade deadline of week 13. So you can make trades uh, and cause controversy in the league all you want until week 13. And then after week 13, there's a, a freeze on trades for the off season. So in order to not – in order to keep like kind of that competitive advantage, not advantage, but to for someone to not like nuke the league in the playoffs, they're not in it and they trade away their best player just as a big old fuck you to say James, you know, we, we all know why we would say fuck you to James right now. Uh, he's, he's made that apparently clear. And so that we have a trade deadline so that nobody can do that to anybody in the league, but particularly we know it would probably be towards James to try to make sure that he loses. So give his opponent your best players kind of thing. So I'm week, sensing, week 13. I'm sensing some division between the commissioners. Is that is that what I'm picking up here? Oh, no, no. I'm trying to just name the feel that I seem okay. to gather from the content of the league in the chat. Got it. So trades, week 13. But so normally – uh, end of a fantasy football league, I delete the app from my phone and like delete one of the contacts of that league's number from my phone. So next season is just a little bit more detached of who these people are. But we can't do we can't do that with this like because it's a dynasty. So I need to keep the app. Right, you should keep the app. Maybe don't. You could do what you want with the contacts, but the. Keeping the app is pretty important to the dynasty, uh, the dynasty aspect of the game, um, because you'll keep your team. So once the season ends, you'll be able to trade again because you'll be preparing for um, the rookie draft, which I think we're going to talk about later in the episode. So will the trades unfreeze during off season? Yeah, so after the championship game, you will be able to make trades again because you may want to trade for, like, picks or things like that. Once the draft comes, we'll, there will be more focus on, oh, w- what am I going to do in the rookie draft with the picks that you have? So everybody has five rounds of picks right now. Some people have already traded away uh, one of their picks or two of their picks or things like that. So, yeah, you'll want to keep um, – or we, there will be probably some people who will want to make trades in the offseason. It probably won't be as active as it is in the regular season, but it could be. Okay. So, like, if we find out Aaron Hernandez has been hanging out with Tupac on an island and comes back to the league, we can pick him up. And... Okay, so that's a good question. You can pick him up in the offseason after the rookie draft. So – Right now, you could go use your 
FAB is what we call it, F-A-A-B. It's the free agent budget where you can bid on players to pick them up if they're a free agent. You could bid $0, but that's how we kind of decide who gets them. So after the championship game, we will freeze the free agents until the rookie draft, partly because rookies get added to the free agent pool. But the reason we have a rookie draft is that you you get to draft them. Uh, it doesn't just go by picking them up. So until the rookie draft, which will be sometime in the spring, you won't be able to add free agents, but you will be able to trade players that you have um, and that, you know, for other players and things like that. But say Aaron Hernandez comes back, you could pick up Aaron Hernandez in the draft because he would technically be a free agent or you could wait until after the draft and pick him up as well. God, I'd watch the shit out of that 30 for 30, wouldn't you? Oh, man. That would be... What's he been doing, you know? God, man. Um, I mean, you have to go back to prison, right? He killed a man. I mean, if he's legally dead, uh, you know, like, it creates a new identity, but, like, we all know who it is. I don't know. I don't know. Double jeopardy. That's that's the narrative I want. Uh, Okay, so I got these avatars in here. How are they going to do Like, are these, like, my little Tamagotchis that I need to, like, feed my avatar walker what's the story with my avatars oh so you're talking about the avatars on the sleeper app on the sleeper app yeah something that separates the sleeper app from the other fantasy apps is these weird dancing things and we don't know what to do with them so you you keep your avatar into the off season and you, you you don't have to feed it but if you wanted to take care of it, I mean, it might uh, be helpful. Uh, and I think that you get two avatars, two free ones. I don't know exactly. Listen, I I, sleeper. I went I went in on my avatar. Her name is like uh, her slave name. I guess the name that the sleeper app gave her is <laughs> Jessica, mm. which I don't like. I don't feel like fits her. So she's like this karate ninja girl that can turn into a tree stump yeah so i i think of her as as stumpalina (laughs) and uh so like what you know what are those like black journals that look like static on the front like the white and black on the front you know what i'm talking about yes uh like composition books yeah composition so i got two of those full of fan fiction about her uh mildly erotic so her story is she is transitioning from a man to a woman and and still has like a stump down there so one (laughs) one's like one's one's one of the composition book is the narrative of what's going on the other one is her journal about her transitioning and like that's what keeps me into like and i i'm curious if anyone else is like into their avatars and if they if they've named them something different so i've looked at everyone's avatar we've got some people have doubled down uh, yes we've got two of the shocker girls like these girls with like electric fists so the, the, that's problematic right there's two how do we distinguish if we're going to name them which one is which do they just both have the same name I mean, that's why I want people to name them. So Dan, Dan, and Adam, Shocker Girls. Uh, so, so as, as I was writing this out, I wrote that uh, 
Ryan McCoy has a muscular trash can and James has a muscular JP is what I wrote. So (laughs) (laughs) it's like a Freudian slip. I just called James a trash can. Sorry, James. Um, In an Excel document that lives on my computer, you're synonymous with a trash can. Uh, And then Brett and Pierce have a fencing like cat, like maybe like puss in boots type guy, but no boots. So just puss. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to know people's avatars, how to distinguish them. Um, Yeah. Stumpelina's preferred pronouns, they, them. As, as you refer to Stumpelina, uh, please use those. Okay. So JD, we started this dynasty league with 12 men. Do you think that by the end of it, we're still 12 men? Oh, so you want to know if I think who is most likely to transition from a man to a woman? You know, I was was thinking somebody leaves and we bring on a woman, but let's go your (laughs) route. Because to me, there seems like an obvious answer. Okay, say it on three. One, two, One, three. Two, Pierce. Pierce. <laughs> uh, I know why I pick. I know why I pick Pierce. Yeah, I uh, have a why, reason too. Why would you pick Pierce? Uh, I think Pierce is the most beautiful person in our league, except for like when you meet him and like he's you know his shirts off. It's like he's a little overweight. He's kind of got the dad bod going. With you know everything, he is beautiful. He'd make a beautiful woman, and I think that he could pull off the a little bit overweight woman very well. Like he could pick up a chubby chaser. Right. Yeah. Or or you know buy outfits that accentuate. You know, like big butts are in right now. He doesn't have a big butt, but. Maybe, you know, there's something could, there's something there. Yeah, so I think maybe this is why he, like, intentionally tanks on fitness challenges is, like, hey, if I start doing these push-ups and stuff, like, I might lose these titties, <laughs> which are going to come in handy for when I become a woman. What would you name a female Pierce? Well, like, his name is pierce already which is like uh that's a thing you do you pierce your ears so maybe if we like just i don't know said like something like pierced pierced like i like he, that he pierced his penis off yeah um yeah you know i i, I was trying to think of something like slit maybe he'd become slit oh. but that's not really a girl's name or right. yeah but yeah, pierced. Pierced is good. Well, pierced, uh, we love you. We support you. We're proud of you. Um, yeah, you can be a new creation, and however you d- determine that. You're welcome in this league. There's a space you're wel- for you. You're welcome. You're welcome here. Uh, speaking of transitioning, let's transition. I get Deshaun Watson. He's got multiple charges against him, or people saying. He got a little handsy, looking for mm-hmm. a hand jibber. Um, mm-hmm. You think they're all women? 
I mean, that just goes to show the patriarchy here because I, I just kind of assumed that. But, man, that would be a real interesting – if one of those anonymous ones is is a man or a man in transition. Yeah. He's just a man. Deshaun Watson is just a man looking for love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just you're just defending your team. You're just being a good a good general manager. I mean, he's my guy. So I've I've drafted. I'm in five leagues, uh, four church leagues, and then this league. And I drafted him every league because I didn't really know his story. Uh, in some in some leagues, my my draft name was Deshaun Boyd, <laughs> which is, <laughs> you know, I still got a job somehow. Um, yeah. Well, right now, I mean, Deshaun, the, the trade deadline for the regular NFL, so not fantasy, but the regular NFL, is, I think, it's this week, I'm pretty sure. And so there's lots of people that are, trading and you know Deshaun has been the center of trade rumors which would mean like if he gets traded he immediately before all of this stuff happened while he was playing football he was a top five fantasy football quarterback and so you've got to be feeling good about having Deshaun on your team but and even like I'd, I would imagine that you had probably lots of trade inquiries people trying to buy in on that sexual predator allegedly right i mean we can claim to have high morals but a, a couple people have made some offers to weston for deshaun watson uh which is the right course of action make make offers to weston not to me because I, I don't have a clue um you know and right now he's still innocent right like he's he's our oj simpson walking around like he's he's not <laughs> He's still the juice on the loose uh, until yeah. he's convicted by a jury of his peers. You know, that's he's right. A, well, and and no criminal charges have been filed. These are all civil. This is a civil case, so you can't go to jail for civil stuff. So he's a not as bad OJ Simpson for sure. That's right. That's right. Oh, now OJ Simpson. In fantasy football, whenever he played back in the whenever the eighties, I guess nineties, eighties, he would have been, I mean, a fantasy football superstar. Okay, but, so let's talk, let's talk about this. So you've taught me something about fantasy football. I've looked this up. So which which do you think is older, uh, fantasy football, or the the video two girls one cup <laughs> this this podcast is just sorry we're sorry just gonna, we're just going down the... sorry i said i said that wrong i said that wrong uh fantasy football or the two girls in two girls one cup they're, they're the age of those girls so the, the year they were born year they were born yeah which do i think is older yeah Oh, I'm having uncomfortable thoughts right now. I, you're imagining these I girls. Would, being born. I would think that these girls were probably born in the '80s, right? And I would say that they're older than 
fantasy football. I think about fantasy football probably started in the late 80s, early 90s. That's my guess. You are wildly wrong. Fantasy football was started in 1962. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the first league is still going. It's, it was called the Greater Oakland Professional Pigskin Procross- Pro- Prognosticators League, uh, Goppel. The Goppel League. Goppel. It was started by a part owner of the Oakland Raiders. Uh, <laughs> Wilfred Winklebach. Uh, before before the NFL was like the NFL that it is today. These, these guys are like owners, sports reporters, and like season ticket holders of the Oakland Ra- Raiders created their own fake football league. Because it wasn't enough to like own football players in real life, you got to own them fake, fakely too. Well, so the Oakland Raiders uh, were in last place; they're like winless, and these guys were not having fun owning a football team. Like, let's have some fun. Uh, and they're like, "What if we could just own any player, and money didn't matter?" And so that's kind of how it started. 1962. Wow. I I mean, next year then would be 60 years of fantasy uh, football. So also different time that like Wilfred, Bill, Winkenbox is like, hey, here's now my secretary's job is to call around and to collect stats and then tabulate everyone's team's points and then would call everybody and told them how they did in their matchup each week. Oh, my gosh. This is uh, Oakland. Who would have known that Oakland is going to be, like, the center of sports statistics? You know, the Oakland Athletics, known for their money ball. The Oakland Raiders, fantasy football. Wow. Fantasy football, yep. It went public in 1969 when the guy that got last place in the first league was also a bar owner uh, opening it up to his bar to play. You know? Wow. Um, okay, now you teach me something. What is what do uh, what is next year's draft? I've been telling Weston we just want draft picks. What what have I been telling him? Yeah, so the we're going to do a rookie draft. I don't know if we've set the date, but it'll be after the NFL draft, which is always in April. And as a dynasty league, that's the only way you're going to get new people on your team. So we did the one startup draft. We will do a rookie draft every year, starting with this coming year. And everybody has five picks to start the season. And so you can see those pretty easy on your roster. If you scroll all the way down, it'll say a 2022 first, 2022 second, et cetera. And the way that the draft order is set is the how you finish the season. So currently, Ryan McCoy has the worst record. And if he were to finish with the worst record, Did then he? Ryan Mc... Yes, sir. You're damn right he does. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, and if, if Ryan McCoy were to finish with the worst record, then he would get the first overall pick. 
his draft pick would be the first overall pick in the rookie draft. Um, and we're going to determine that, you know, like by record and other way. Anyway, so everybody's got one first round pick. And for reference, like this last year, if there's a rookie, Trevor Lawrence was being taken pick in that super flex league like us, where there's two quarterbacks. And uh, the like second, third pick is you're looking at like Najee Harris, who Dan has, who is uh, doing, you know, very well. Uh, but then like the later end of the first, you, you know, you could have gotten maybe Mac Jones or uh, Javante Williams, who are both doing, you know, okay too. And then second round is kind of kind of be more of the – you're not sure how these guys are going to go. So it, it matters. That first round matters for sure. Um, but they're not – sometimes you're going to get really big game changers and sometimes you're going to get guys that are just good that are going to develop into game changers. Um, so but I it's fantasy to, football. You, you just don't know. I just need to wipe my taxi thing in off season like these guys didn't pan out fuck them you know the taxi is really meant to be like uh no you don't need to wipe it necessarily um it it's you can keep somebody on the taxi for two their first two years in the league and so you typically see running backs they'll they'll start right out the gate they're either going to be good or they're not sometimes that's not the case but it's their rookie year that they're really going to show or not and receivers, it's going to take them two or three years, unless you're Jamar Chase, who was a rookie this year, is doing tremendous. Uh, but they're going to take, especially in then tight ends, unless you're Kyle Pitts, uh, they're they're going to take a couple of years to develop as well. So the 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 taxi spot, you can, if you need the roster spots because of rookies that you draft, sure you can wipe those taxi spots and fill them in, but not necessarily. It's not a bad thing to keep some of the people that you've got still on your taxi. Okay. That helps. So next year we're expected. I know we're expected to buy another $50 in. Here's what I'm proposing to you as a commissioner. Oh, okay. Uh, is we still do a $50 buy-in, but there's no payout to any individual in our league. Instead at the end of the season, the champion gets to choose what charity receives a $600 donation. Um, oh, wow. So there are like professional, I say professional, like fantasy football leagues, but like the ESPN guys and whatnot that do do something like this. But I'm assuming it's because they're already making lots of money in other leagues. Yeah, let's pretend like we're rich, you know. I think I think the money for us has been pretty divisive because – uh, we get upset at each other, and then somebody gets money. Instead, <laughs> instead, we all get to play for our own specific charity. Here's some charities uh, that that I'm debating between. Hands Monkey Helpers. So this is <laughs> for people that have spinal cord injuries and don't have good uh, dexterity in their hands. There's trained monkeys that they can get that can help them like pick up stuff, <laughs> prepare stuff. It's the cutest little logo. It's like the handicap picture that you'd see like on a 
like a parking spot, but then there's like a little monkey in its lap looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the uh, the dark ending of Curious George of like something happens to the man <laughs> in the yellow hat. Uh, another option is the Tall Club International Foundation. The foundation realizes the special needs of exceptionally tall people. The current focus is to provide scholarships to individuals under the age of 21 entering their first year of higher education who meet the minimum height requirements of 510 for a woman, 62 for a for a man. So this is a scholarship that our, that our tallest should have maybe applied for when they started college. Oh my gosh, 62 seems like a very low barrier. For- yeah being tall uh then there's you know for our star wars fans the the 501st legion they like go to hospitals dressed as clone troopers uh and then one for maybe the the 501st i've made i have made trophies for them before on yeah you you could play for them uh and then here's one for spencer hodges uh be a deer and donate a brazier um you can donate they collect uh, gently used bras and <laughs> donate them to girls in need. You know, like I feel like Spencer's a big free the nip guy, and <laughs> he he wants to spread the love around. Um, how do you feel about playing for a charity? Uh, I, I, I'm going to tell you. I mean, you. I think that Ryan Hodges is going to be the most against this. Maybe James too. But when we were talking about the payouts, I think Ryan wanted all $600. It, he wasn't fighting for this, but I think he would have been happy if all $600 goes to the one winner. I think he was really in on the all in or out. So you may win him over on that. But then give it to charity uh, – I don't know how how that's gonna. So, how that's so imagine gonna go imagine this: a, a championship game. Let's say Brett versus Dan Vincent. So Brett's playing for St. Jude, like kids with cancer, <laughs> and J- and uh, and Dan's playing for a group called I Chihuahua. That- <laughs> Adopt Chihuahuas. It's like we're all we're all rooting for I Chihuahua here. <laughs> and if it's a six if it's a six hundred dollar prize, that charity has to report that with the IRS. And so we we can send this random check uh, from Dan Vinson to I Chihuahua. And and he gets a, a tax credit benefit for that donation. Uh, we uh, we need to be careful about which charity uh, Ryan chooses because if it's some real no name charity, it could be the IRS might like zoom in a little bit more on his finances, and we all know that that would be a bad thing for Ryan right now Are because he owes all that money. I, I don't put it past Ryan to to like set as set up his own like five hundred one c three so he can donate it to himself like he he starts a, a Ryan Hodges Ministries <laughs> which which 
I would respect. I would respect the hell out of that. <laughs> I, I would. I think I would love it more if Spencer did that. Like Spencer did a Spencer Hodges Ministries. Uh, um, as someone who has you know gone to seminary. Yeah. Um. Well, that's 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 my pitch. I don't think you know. Maybe it's a commissioner decision. It's a poll decision. Uh, I leave it in your court, and I leave it for Ryan to respond. And if I can get two of you, then we don't need James. Maybe we need a James podcast takeover. Lord help us. Uh, if I can't, if I can't sway one of you towards the charitable donations. Yeah. yeah. Like, what if you made the charity donation uh, with the person's team name on the from line? <laughs> I, I mean, uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, thought experiment here. But uh, so, like Ryan McCoy, what's Ryan McCoy's team name? Like the Taints of Saints or something? Like, <laughs> like, like Saint Saint Jude's gets a check from the Taints of Saints. And they have to they have to tell Uncle Sam about it. I mean, this sounds like a front for money laundering. Like we're going to get audited. Which could be a lot of fun. Uh like the collectively the, they target the twelve of us because of this lead <laughs> in this podcast. And like the one guy in Germany that's been listening to us. Like, is he an expatriate of the U.S.? Um, last thing I want to talk about, J.D., is uh, it's now 12.45 my time, uh, which mm-hmm. is the only person's time that's different is Brett, and I've not had a pizza delivered to me. So, <laughs> what, what the hell? Yeah, there, there's there been a couple of pizza deliveries uh, on the podcast, and no pizza delivery to either of us. We're not together here. We're I'm in Brownwood. You're in Houston. No yeah. pizza delivery. Is uh, it? A, yeah. So we're behind the first pizza delivery. Right. Uh, There's a big reveal. This is yeah. To this everybody. Is the, the Domino's cabal uh, is revealing itself. The the we are the Domino's. Yeah, cabal, like you said. Um. Well, so interesting. There's an interesting story here. This is going to be big news to Ryan, who's really been the recipient of our our uh, dark, dark. Uh, I don't know fantasy. And so it started with, you know, really at the beginning of the season, Ryan wanted a sponsor for the league and the podcast, and so you know it started with the Noid and. Well, he was kicking this idea around and I said, Hey, it'd be hilarious if every week the, the sponsor message got a little bit darker and uh, it, it's as if like the dominoes is like Skynet, you know, and, and just, but they're slowly taking over and every sponsor message is a little bit darker. And, and so you, uh, when you were the guest on the podcast, you had this idea of I'm going to uh, create a resistance with Pizza Hut, real people, real tips. Uh, 
And so you and I were talking about uh, getting a pizza delivered. This was your idea. And you were like, hey, I'm going to spend more money on this stupid league by getting a pizza delivered uh, to Ryan immediately during the podcast. And I, you know, anytime there's a good joke, I want to get in on it. So I, I was with you on it, and I, I said, let me let me order it. I've got the, the Pizza Hut app, and uh, I'll I'll get Ryan's address. And um, and you knew what time the the podcast was going to be um, ha- happening, right? And so I scheduled. I had to find a Pizza Hut that was open late enough for this to happen. I, I ended up actually having to call this Pizza Hut directly because the app wouldn't let me order it uh, at that time. But they said, yeah, it, it, it'll work. So, um, and then, and then. Which, okay, that's, so that that would have been enough of the joke, but you're just sitting at home, like, just thinking about it. And you think, I can set up like a dummy phone number and you look up where Domino's is headquartered. So that you can barrage Ryan, cyber bully him with like Domino's ads while we're doing the podcast. Yeah. So I, I take jokes, you know, keep taking them next step, next step. And, and so that was, I have used Google voice uh, in my work at Baylor uh, I did a little bit of Google voice in my work at the hospital. And I was like, it's, it's free to go claim a Google voice number. And so I looked up where Domino's was headquartered, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I set up a Grand Rapids, Michigan number through Google voice. And I didn't want it to track with my regular Gmail account. So I created a Domino's forever uh, pizza gmail and then used that to get a google voice number and then was able to text from that google voice number to ryan about the what's happening in the as he's getting pizza delivered um and jonathan was not in on this but jonathan during that podcast played it great when he said where is that where is that from? Where is that? What's the area code of that number? And and it wasn't until the end that it came back up, and it's like Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, and and so I was just kind of sending general things to Ryan, knowing that like if he got a pizza delivered to him, he would eat it. And so I'm not listening to the podcast, right? Like I'm I'm having to send texts. Um, blind essentially like y'all are having the podcast but you can't listen to it live so i'm just at home and i know that it's happening because you've texted me like hey it's happening and so i wait a little bit and then start sending texts to him like stop eating the pizza ryan um and uh i think it really uh i really spooked him a little bit because he thought who is watching me eat this pizza um and uh and then i would occasionally send extra uh, things to Ryan to let him know that Domino's is still, still paying attention. 
JD, how many text messages do you think you've sent total from this number to Ryan? Oh, less than 10, maybe seven. Seven, okay. Um, I, I, well, I wanted to be careful not to like, I didn't want Ryan to call the police. Um, <laughs> as, he, uh, as, he's, as he's prone to do. <laughs> well, what, what was great is that I need some the, authority figures in my life. <laughs> the, what was great is that uh, Adam had a pizza delivered to Ryan, and like I wasn't in on that coordinating that pizza delivered to Ryan. Were were you? So, so I knew it was going to happen, but I did not clue you in. That's pure like, you know, like like John Calvin is smiling from heaven or wherever he's at, thinking predestination, bitches. Uh, like it was just God's ordained timing. Yeah, because I, I saw in the group text that Adam said something about I'll teach you guys something tonight, and so I waited till that night about when I thought, you know, I, I assumed oh maybe they're doing a podcast, and I sent a text to Ryan from the Domino's number with instructions on what to read as the Domino's uh, announcement. And Ryan read it. Oh, man, that's good. Okay, well, with that, why don't you, why don't you read, the, uh, read the ad? Yeah, so this podcast is sponsored by Domino's. In a world becoming more and more disconnected, Domino's wants to bring back the connection. That's why Domino's now offers an easy and family fun way of having your pizza delivered. With a live interactive chat with our fully automated AI delivery bot. The newest AI technology learns more and more from your family each time you order and chat. So it can help facilitate connection with your family. All from the comfort comfort of your own living room. We call it the Domino's Electronic Vehicle Interactive Live Cam. That's right. The Domino's Electronic Vehicle Interactive live cam just set up the live cam in the part of your home your family gathers the most and let dominoes facilitate the community the live cam is our gift to you your family at no cost and now when you order from the live cam enjoy a complimentary lava cake dominoes when it comes to pizza and family we see all 